Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Hello, friends. We're back. We are. Hi, guys. It is beautiful and sunny and 80 degrees outside, and I love it. Now enter eternal summer. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) The spring is gone. Yeah. It is. It got hot. Real fast. Very quick. We put in this new... um, like sunroof into the 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 gladiator, oh, so it's, it, it's it's clear, so the sun comes right in. But it is like, do you just cook in there? It, yeah, it, it's, it's great. It's yeah. like a magnifying so you glass. You have to go to the beach. You're just getting a tan in the in the jeep. There you go. It's great. What yeah. a time to be alive. <laughs> hey, we're back for another box building episode. This time, it's called Test the System. To recap everything about box building, we've covered the mission, core values, knowing your role, building the A-team, and how to speak the hard truth, and now to where we're at my favorite part of mm-hmm. the box building series, and it's about testing the system, systems and processes, and how you can set your business up for success yeah. by yeah. using those. I was going to say, I feel like of all our topics, this one is the closest to it your is. heart. <laughs> it is. This it's, is my yeah. world. You know, this is from my from my years as being you know a stage manager mm-hmm. um, for for shows and 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 the whole job revolving around you know making it a machine and making it operate uh, seamlessly, no matter what happens. You know, it's mm. interesting too because I have talked to a lot to other business owners, and when I talk to them about systems and processes in their business. A lot of them give me just like uh, Bambi doe eyes. I was going to say deer in the headlights. Deer in the headlights yeah. just being like, what? And and in my head, now that we've been doing it for almost over three years, um, I can't see it any other way mm-hmm. because of the way that it runs so efficiently and smoothly at the gym. And it also gives me peace of mind as a business owner being outside of the facility, knowing that things the check marks are getting are getting checked off. You yeah. know, the things that are being that are essential in the business are getting done. And it's really important. You know, the, the way I, I look at it at a system, and mm-hmm. it's the same thing for a show, you want to be able to document everything so that if you're not there, mm-hmm. it still operates. If you get hit by a bus, <laughs> yeah. your mm-hmm. business can still operate because it's all you know, there, it's, it's all written, there. it's in black and white. Mm-hmm. And I'd add to that, you know, I, I have this conversation a lot with my clients where they don't think they're big enough to deserve or warrant a system or process. Yeah. And then fast forward two or three years, now they've built this like house of cards and it's so challenging to retroactively go back and do it. Yeah. So I, I would also say as we, we kind of dive into this topic, do it from day one. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's it's almost like see see the business you're trying to build later on and and know that eventually you're going to grow into it. Absolutely. I, I know that you and you and I Trinity really looked at the business from day 1 and said, "Okay, what are the buckets yeah. that are the business?" And we, we really have 3. We have 3 buckets. We have 3 big systems in the gym and, and the first one is the coaching process. Mm-hmm. So that takes you through class procedures, how to prep for class as a coach mm-hmm. and how every moment of that class is going to play out. Yeah. So that and then, and then member interaction before and after. Yes. That's our coaching system. The second system we have is the facilities management program, which is about just literally the nuts and bolts of running the gym. Yeah. Cleanliness, Cleanliness cleaning, maintenance, repairs, maintenance, repairs, all of that. All that kind of stuff is the facility management program. And then the last system, we call it the points performance system. Mm-hmm. And that's really about 
prospect funneling, getting members into the gym, how to make conversion mm-hmm. into sales, uh, and, and, and then follow up through our month of mentoring and all of that sort of member touch that we call. So we call that points of performance. Yeah. So that's really... That also includes retail as well. So it does include our front, our front, front desk. desk. I, you could call it front desk for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. So those are the three main systems that we have. But of course, depending on your business, you're going to have individual things. But a lot of people start off by saying like how to, like where to begin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we've come up with six steps to create, test and trust your process. And the first step in this is to identify what is solid, what <clears throat> sticks and what scares you. And I think we can break that down in, in the three and it's what is solid. It's why do you feel confident about these specific items? Can these quant- qualities translate to other needed systems and processes? So there's going to be things that are very obvious in the beginning that are like these, I know what I need to have happen here. So that's what's yeah, solid. A great example is facility management. We knew that like in order to run a gym, we needed to keep our shit clean. How yeah. are we going to do that on a weekly basis to where everything gets touched and cleaned at least once a week because that's how one it lasts longer and two you're in a gym full of sweaty people like you need to take care of that stuff that yes was, yeah it's really important it's really important <laughs> yes yeah and then we talk about what sticks and this is areas that make you perhaps a bit nervous or that feel clunky um and 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 they're inefficient and that ultimately costs you time money and and you know quality so things like that for us at the beginning of the gym was prospect funneling mm. To mm-hmm. really have a system to, you know, we were really great at marketing and we were getting lots of leads into our system, but how then to take those leads through being a prospect, through the free classes, learning how to make a sale and then retaining them for a long period of time. Let's just say I pulled out a lot of hair um, <laughs> in the first like six to nine months of the business because I was the one that was figuring out that system. We had in our very first day, we had over a hundred people in the system. Yeah. And for wow. me to take every person through that funnel, um, it took a while for us to really hammer out the details on like how to be efficient with that when somebody comes into the system to taking them through to potentially being a member. Yeah. Well, and I would add to that, because I, I remember about that time, is that you very much so felt the stress of being the only person mm-hmm. tasked with managing the funnel. And so yeah. I think of of the three that we're going to talk about, how, you know, when you start to decide where you're going to begin or with your systems and processes, um, you know, identifying what sticks, I think, mm-hmm. comes pretty easily to people or it's yeah. going to come the most easily to you mm-hmm. uh, because those are the things that you find frustrating, clunky, or painful. Yeah. The third one, though, is where I really like to start with my clients, um, which is really around w- what's scaring you. Mm-hmm. Because if it's everything, you, all the things, <laughs> right? Because if it scares you, you are far less likely to go near it. Yeah. And so those are the things. You'll put it in that drawer you'll put in, it the in the kitchen. The drawer, you put where it you in just the put corner. All your shit in. Yeah. And then yeah. it becomes the boogeyman that's out to. It you comes know, out. Yeah. Yeah. It starts to grow ahead. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's also, it's one of those things that, you know, if it does scare you and you're the only person working on it, then no one else knows 
what it is. No one knows how to help you address it. Mm-hmm. And, and so, when you're sick for three days and then all of a sudden that, that part is not being done and then the house of cards starts to fall starts to and fall, you're like, yeah. oh shit, this is why I should have had a system with this. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Cause you're the one that's like, I call it, I actually like to look at it as like a spinning plate in the air. You're having like, it's on the little axis and you're spinning the plate <laughs> and hopefully it doesn't fall. And you're trying to keep all the spinning plates going. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So when you're building systems, obviously the first thing, let's identify what you think those systems need to be. The next is just to put pen to paper, mapping out from the start what's solid, what uh, what what scares you. We talk about all that, putting it on paper, and then each system should include a detailed approach, including who owns it, what you want the outcome to be, and then what the metrics, metrics of success is. What, what does success look like? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like what do you want it to be, who's going to accomplish it, and what does success mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a special emphasis on that third point Mm -hmm. um, because I think, you know, just thinking in terms of, you know, what, what what will accomplishment look like here? What do I want to have happen? Because, you know, as you grow and scale your business, you it will help with your team or if you choose to bring on collaborator, collaborators or outsource for everyone mm-hmm. to be very clear about what you want accomplished. Yeah. So it doesn't just become kind of this endless pursuit yeah. <laughs> of nothingness. Um, and I would also say about this part of the process is don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're drafting. Simplicity draft. is key. Simplicity oh my gosh. is key. If yeah. you try to make it too complicated, the system won't work. Right. And it'll overwhelm you before you even. Oh yeah. It's like, and I I go back, I keep going back to the facilities and management, but it's literally like Monday, this is where all the mobility tools get cleaned, cleaned. Okay. So we put mobility tools in the name. Then the task is you grab the disinfectant, you clean every single thing, you move everything away from the wall, clean the floor and then put everything back. And then there's a little check mark that if you did it, you put your initials. So satisfying. It's so satisfying, but so simple, right? and you always had a great saying, and, and I remember you saying this from kind of the beginning, mm-hmm. is the goal is I want someone to be able to walk in off the street, yes, look at this process, and be able to go to work. And Absolutely. go to work, yeah. 1,000%. And that just goes back to your hiring process and your onboarding. It's going to make all that easier. Mm-hmm. Once those Absolutely. systems are in places, it's going to make that flow a lot better. Yeah. And so as you're putting pen to paper, also review and refine it with your team because your team is going to be the one doing a lot of this. And so they're going to give you a lot of insight. You know, I, I, I created a lot of these systems for Rhapsody, but the team is who refined them. Right. Yeah. I call it beta testing, right? Absolutely. You're beta testing, but it's a constant beta test. Like yeah. if there's yeah. more efficient ways to do it, great. As long as it's not uh, replacing, um, uh, keeping it detailed. Right. 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 If somebody wants to make it efficient, but then it starts to lose its quality, then that should be a red flag. Yeah. Because we're yeah. not talking about decision by committee here. Mm-mm. But I think there there's also a lot of value in don't don't get in an echo chamber. Yes. And it's it's also a great opportunity for your team to have buy-in, you know, because they're they're the boots on the ground. They're the ones who are gonna be executing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, take that insight and that feedback and, mm-hmm. and put it into practice. Because you do want to make it as hassle-free as you can right. for your team. Yep. Right. If there is a hassle in one of the then a lot of times it, it, it may not happen. That part right. of the system may not happen, but it can be efficient. If it can be efficient, it's not as it's hassle free for your employees or your team. Then they're more likely to create buy-in to do that system. Right. 
So number three is to take your system for a spin. This is the test drive. So once you have your system in place, set a timeline, say 90 days, a quarter is really a really good amount of time to really try something out. You're going to have growing pains. There's going to be adjustments. You're going to continue to refine your draft of a system, Mm -hmm. but set that test window to give it a whirl. Yeah. I I love a 90 day runway because I also think that it's going to be really difficult and painful. Actually, here's what I find, and and y'all tell me what your experience is with this, Mm -hmm. but I find that implementing a new system or process for the team initially it's sunshine and daisies. Then there's kind of this point in the middle where things start to feel really gross and people get frustrated and and the the novelty of the new wears off. And and that happens around like day 45, 60, and you got to get through that. And it's almost like if you can make it to that 90 day mark. What is that book about habits? What's the, what's the book name? The power of habit. The power of habit. It talks about the two week timeframe, three week timeframe. That's when like you have to test the system. You and I talk about it all the time, Trinity, that you have to test the system. If you do not test the system, then the system's not going to work. And it is that, it is that shiny new penny thing, right? right. They'll do it for a couple days and then all of a sudden things will start to get busy and then things will start to fall off. And that's when you have to get right back onto the system. And what's also really important during this testing period is you tell your team, as we do this system, Mm -hmm. if you are doing something that is not on this list, it needs to be on the it list because yeah. yeah. you're also going to discover things that you just missed when yeah. creating the system. And so every task that's done, even if it seems like the smallest, tiniest thing should be documented so that it can be repeatable. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause that's the idea here. It's repeatability. Yes. That's what you're trying to create. And respect that it is just that it's a test. So mm-hmm. the, the objective here is to not go into your test period with it all figured out Mm -mm. because you're never going to start. Yeah. So I I hear this uh, uh, often and and have this conversation often where it's like, well, I just want to make sure it's ready before we go to test. No, that's what, that that's what the test is for. Yeah. So at some point it's in the name, it's in the name though. (laughs) So at some point you just got to do the thing. Yeah. And also, uh, and also know that because you're putting systems in place, your business will grow. And when your business grows, things will be added to that system. Mm-hmm. Just be open to being at, to add that adding to that system, because ultimately things will like. For example, you know when we first opened, we had um, we had towel service in in our system for so fancy. Uh, yeah baby God, yeah we're so bougie that's right that's right <laughs> we had towel service but then we started adding like uh, the small towels to so we could use it for facility management we started to add more mop heads to that we started to add um, cleaning supplies to that so you know that stuff needs to be added to the system and if that's not added if you're like no this is the system and this is what it is and this is how it's going to stay you're like well then your your business is not going to technically grow with its with its right. size sure. You need to be able to do that. So number four is tweak and fine-tune after your, t- after your test period. You're going to find out what worked well, what didn't, and you're going to find that sweet spot. So mm-hmm. this is really when you're putting the final touches on it mm-hmm. after your test before you jump into number five, mm-hmm. which is, of course, stay the course. Once documented, it's polished, it's implemented, you just need to stick with it. Yeah. Yes. You know, the, the, in the system, if followed, allows you to get out of the weeds and it steers accountability. Mm-hmm. Basically, at Rhapsody today, I can tell you with everything that happens, if something goes wrong, I can guarantee there is a missing check mark on the a checklist somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. almost always. Yeah. It's like, th- why did that happen? Oh, let's flip back to this day. Oh, that didn't get done for whatever reason. And things will come up. Yeah. But it's, we're so documented to the point that you can pinpoint and then you start to work through that. Right. It just gives it, it you know, I also look at it this too, is this, it gives your team every per, and I keep going back to this. It gives your team, every person on that team, the ability to be a leader. If they know what the, the roadmap is, if they know what the system is, if they know what the process is, they can keep each other accountable, not just themselves, but if something doesn't get done, well, that person was on facility management. Why didn't that get done? Well, maybe something happened and the person needed to, to handle something else, but ultimately they know that like, well, that needs still needs to get done. So they're keeping each other accountable. It's just not coming from the top. It's coming from the whole as a team. Yeah. If someone's on facility management for the day and they did not get to something, they go into Slack to the facility management channel and say, hey, gang, I didn't get this done. Who can tackle this? Right. Yeah. You know, so it's about that communication and, and taking ownership. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I would also say that, that going through this process as a whole, you know, I, I have conversations so often with business owners who are overwhelmed, um, they're stuck, and really what what they cannot get past is that the the function that they need to offboard, the thing that is is miring them down, it it is on them 100%. Mm-hmm. So they are the only ones who know how to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And the idea of handing it off to someone else, just that whole process of getting someone up to speed you know, letting them practice, letting them do their trial run and then trusting them gets so entirely overwhelming that they literally cannot even Mm -hmm. start the process. And so if you do this from the beginning and it, you, you have systems and processes in place that grow with your business as it grows, then that is literally a not, not, it's not a problem for you because you've already, not only do you have the framework, but you've already flexed the muscle. Like mm-hmm. it's not scary for you yeah. to say, okay, this thing is is stuck or, or this thing isn't working as efficiently as I want it to. Mm-hmm. I know exactly how to go about yeah. building the system and process and or finding the solution and the support I need to get it done. Right. Absolutely. I mean, we're going in all transparency, we're going through this right now. You know, there are things that Alan does on a daily and weekly basis that we're starting to shift mm-hmm. know, to carry who's, who's becoming starting to run a lot more inside the four walls. And in it's, it's interesting cause it is hard for you at times because there are things that you just been so ingrained in you <laughs> that you've done. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I'm, yeah, Look well, at you squirming yeah, in your I'm a little chair. squirmy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think just because I've done it since day one. And so, you know, there's a little bit of like pride when it comes to it mm-hmm. and you don't want to, you don't want to give it up. But at the same time, like I'm recognizing that in order for the business to take that next step, if I do not hand that over, then yeah. it doesn't allow me the time to have the creative outlet or the creative time to really look at the business from a 30,000 foot view. It takes me out of the business and puts me thinking about the future of the business. Yeah. Cause um, I mean, you know, the work that you're doing outside of Rhapsody, mm-hmm. our expansion and all those things, that's really where our focus is, is requiring a lot of our time now. Mm-hmm. So because we set these systems and processes and because you're even shifting more responsibility and accountability to someone else, mm-hmm. it's allowing you to focus on the things that are really going to make the business grow in the future. Totally. Yeah. 
Um, last year, number six about systems, it's just to review, rinse, and repeat. And just to understand that, as Alan said, systems will change as the business grows. I recommend that you analyze your systems every quarter. Um, Alan and Carrie and I sit down every quarter and we go through all the points of performance system, the facilities management system, Mm -hmm. and we just review it. Has this changed? Is there a more efficient way? So you're constantly checking efficiency Mm -hmm. uh, and just to review that every quarter. And then in the end, it's like trust the process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, that is like, if, if it's, if it's there, if it's in black and white, you're just going to be able to breathe because when you don't have systems, the feeling of being overwhelmed comes really quickly. Yes. Because it just feels like everything's so loosey-goosey. Yeah. And you you just got to keep it on lock and entrust in those systems. I literally say it all the time. I drive them, I've drive them mental <laughs> about it. I'm like, is it on the list? Is it on the list? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and nine times out of ten, it is. Yeah. 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 And if it's not on the list, we're like, well, shit, it's got to be on the it's list. It's got to be on the like, list. Like, you got to. And that's that's the that's the evolution, right? That's the that's the continuing of growing, yeah. right? If you ever find like, I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, when business owners get to a position to where they're like, we're stagnant, we're not growing, we're not like, I guarantee you, it's because you have stuff on your plate that just needs to turn into a system and give it over to somebody yeah. else. You are the limiting factor. One thousand. That is that is the harsh truth. Yeah. If your business is stuck and it is not growing and it is not moving, yeah you are the limiting factor in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. And it is probably because, mm-hmm. and I get this term from my friend Emily Cox, you are not staying or you are not able to be in a state of creative genius. Mm-hmm. So what do you need to do to get there? Yeah. Yep. And often I find that comes down to a system or process that needs to be in place or is in place, but needs to be fine-tuned. Totally. So get out there, invest the time, get that ruled piece of paper out, and make those lists. You deserve it. You (laughs) absolutely deserve it. (laughs) Guys, thank you again. This is fantastic. The next episode of Box Building is also one of my favorites. We call it Keys to the Kingdom. This is actually my favorite. It is Alan's absolute. The systems and processes. Keys to the Kingdom. Keys to the Kingdom is Alan's favorite, and it's about delivering that legendary customer experience. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We'll, we'll be talk talking a lot about, about Disney. <laughs> we'll be talking about Disney. <laughs> hey, if you win. enjoy the show, make sure you follow or subscribe down below and give us that five-star review. It really helps us reach new people. Definitely. And you can also engage with us at Rhapsody Radio Show on Instagram or email us at info at RhapsodyRadio.com. Love it. We'll see you back here. Keys to the Kingdom is next. Yay. Bye, y'all.